Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated, but if you're joining me on that YouTube channel, we are over 1,900, heading towards 2,000. Make sure that you like it. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel, all of the things that we do on this channel. USC decided to let go of their head coach, Clay Helton. And I'm not here to like say whether or not I think that they should have fired Clay Helton or hired Clay Helton or whatever it might be. I know one thing that you never want to do as a program, you never want to fire your head coach in the middle of a season. You especially never want to fire your head coach two games into a season. What are you what are you trying to prove? What are you hoping to accomplish? You want to you want to get out there early and let the people who might be thinking about USC start to set themselves up to attack your job. But you just sacrificed an entire season. Therefore, you sacrifice an entire class of students. Because now that coach, whoever that coach is, while those coaches have the opportunity to kind of get themselves ready to make a run at that USC job, all of these players at USC get to get themselves together and make a run at another school. See, what USC hasn't figured out is that they've been essentially resting on their laurels. They've been, they've been, for lack of a better word, they've been riding. You know how you, you drive really, really fast and then you hit the cruise control and you're going fast, but then if you let the cruise control go, you don't necessarily decelerate to low speeds immediately. You decelerate a little bit and then you start rolling. And then slowly but surely it comes down. See, that's what's going on with USC. They were rolling. After Pete Carroll left, they hit the cruise control. Then they, then they made Lane Kiffin go through all of the sanctions for the team, take all those arrows, and then they fired him before he, before he ever really got an opportunity to have years with a full complement of scholarships. They brought in Steve Sarkeesian. They were still trying to roll cruise control style. Steve Sarkeesian had other things on his mind besides coaching, and he didn't do a great job. So they fired him. They had a chance to have Ed Orgeron, which I don't think is a, is, a, is a good head coaching hire to have him there. But you knew what you were going to get with Ed. He was going to out-recruit people. He was going to be your fiery heart and soul kind of guy. They went with Clay Hilton. Slow deceleration. The name of the game in football is to adapt or die. Adapt or die. It's not It's not to rest on your laurels because everybody else is continuing to improve. And so USC, as you move on, it doesn't matter the head coach that you bring in. 
it doesn't matter, excuse me, because at the end of the day, if he does not adapt, he's going to die. If he does not bring in elite level talent, he's going to die. If you do not create facilities that make players want to come there, you're going to die. If you do not create opportunities for these players to take advantage of their name, their image, and their likeness, you're going to die. It's a new world order. And if you don't understand that USC, you're going to die. There is no right hire. I heard people saying, oh, well, you got to bring a big name in because it's USC. Why? Why would a big name come to USC? You people are overvaluing yourselves. People at USC are. The people who are looking at USC are. They're overvaluing themselves. They believe that they're at a level that they haven't been in an extremely long time. Adapt or die. University of Georgia won a game the other day with their backup quarterback. This is how good the University of Georgia is. They can win games with their backup quarterback. The University of Georgia is one of the top, what, top five, top, at least at the worst, top, top eight programs in the country. Out, bar none. They have everything, of facilities, fan support, name it, you got it. They have it. The one thing that the University of Georgia has not figured out, they have not figured out how to adapt with the times. And therefore, because they have not figured out how to adapt with the times, they're in that cruise control mode right now. We're going to have really good defenses. We're going to we're going to play we're going to run the ball really really well. Oh, and we're going to have okay get it done quarter quarterback play. But those are not teams winning national titles. Name me a team that won a national title that didn't have a dynamic quarterback. I'll wait. Last, go back to however many years you want to go back to. I guarantee you, you gotta go back. You better you gotta go back a, a, a great amount of years in order to find a team that won a national title without a dynamic quarterback. So when the University of Georgia, when they lost their quarterback, they turned to Stetson Bennett. And it is no disrespect to Stetson Bennett. But if Stetson Bennett is the quarterback that you have to turn to, when you essentially get to pluck five-star quarterbacks every single year, there's something wrong with your recruiting. But you know what? It doesn't necessarily surprise me. Because if you go, and I'm doing it right as we speak, if you go to the, 
if you go to the to the website and you look at the roster for Georgia, if you go and look at the football team's roster, and you say, okay, well, you know, maybe this is just, you know, uh, an anomaly. Maybe Stetson Bennett is just who they have because they had a weird cycle. I could, I could get down with you. I could, I, I could fall for that. I could believe that. But then I look, Brock Vandergriff, Stetson Bennett, Jackson Muschamp, Carson Beck, JT Daniels. You know what they all have in common? 63210 with the modern day. Mandarin 64215 62190 63205 Stetson Bennett's the outlier 5'11, 190 pounds. With the Jones College, Mississippi, he has been forged in a fire. Those other guys, these other guys who are all here. They all have great portfolios. Number two dual threat quarterback prospect. That's who Brock Mandegriff is. You want to take a guess what Brock Mandegriff looks like? I'll wait. Think it's a coincidence? If you look in the state of Georgia around the most, some of the most talented athletes that you will find in the state you're telling me that the university of georgia now does not have one quarterback on the roster that could have beat stetson bennett out for the job not one of these six three six two six six four adonis looking white guys that they have on a team, none of them could beat out Stetson Bennett. Tells me there must be something wrong with your recruiting. Because when I look at that roster, when I look at the roster and I just start scrolling down, literally, it takes me getting to Brock Bowers at tight end before I ever get to the one white guy outside of quarterback. Steven Patterson. I have to get to the 30s in numbers before I ever get to two white guys in a row that doesn't play, that doesn't play quarterback. Chad Shambly. Cash Jones, John Stanton IV, Drew Southern, Woody Waters, Brady Tyndall, Graham Collins, Chase Harrell, Matthew Hello. Like, you know how many, you know how dark this Georgia roster is? Even when you get to the offensive line, you still see a bunch of brothers. 
but the entire quarterback room looks the same except for a sawed off except for a sawed off Stetson Bennett if you remember a few years ago Georgia had the issue Justin Fields they had Justin Fields in there and I was and I was there I was there I watched in the spring I watched some of it Man, Justin Fields looked good. All the reports I heard out was that Justin Fields didn't look so good. I thought he looked great. Then throughout the throughout the summer, you didn't really hear much, and you got into the fall camp, and it was announced that Jake from State From had kept his job, and that Justin Fields would get some snaps, and they gave Justin Fields snaps essentially as a wildcat quarterback as a as a running back playing playing the quarterback position then somebody called justin fields a word that i never even used and justin fields said you know what thank you but no thank you georgia and he moved on immediately went to ohio state and became one of the best quarterback prospects in the nation. Didn't wait a year. It wasn't like he had a chance to get better over time. He literally went from being a guy who couldn't get significant minutes over a guy who was playing average to the man beating out everybody, including a quarterback that then transferred and went to another school and ended up being all world a number one overall pick. He went there, started immediately, and had them in the playoffs. That Justin Fields. I believe it was last season where University of Georgia had a a black quarterback go out there for essentially a quarter and get pulled. University of Georgia does not have a dynamic quarterback. And therefore, the University of Georgia seems to always fall short when it's time to when it's time to really, really win games. Like the playoffs. Or the national, I mean, or the the SEC championship game. They can't seem to get over that hump. Look around. It doesn't even have to be a brother. Let's be real about it. I mean, we just saw what Trevor Lawrence did at Clemson, but he was dynamic. You got dynamic guys at quarterback. You tend to win more games. Adapt or die. Kirby Smart's offense still looks like the Alabama offense of old. The Alabama offense before Nick Saban said, we got to win. Get me some dynamic guys at quarterback. Before they took a quarterback that they moved to running back and put him back at quarterback and made it all the way to the national championship. Kirby Smart's got to adapt to die. Doesn't matter all of these games he wins. Nobody cares about this regular season record. Kirby Smart needs to win a national title. If he doesn't do that, They're going to get him out of the paint. 
You think they care that he's an alumni? Only if he's winning. Adapt or die. Same with these FCS programs. You can't just have a football program and not put any money into it. It is an investment in your entire school. When your football team is good, your entire school benefits. Therefore, the school has to put money into the program. If they don't, your football team's gonna be terrible. Doesn't matter the quarterback that you, I mean, doesn't matter the coach you bring in. Adapt or die. Not every school has to have football. We won't miss you teams who don't actually put any effort into your program, who don't put money into your program, who have your teams out there playing on on fields worse than what high school teams play on. Adapt or die. That's what we have. The clock is ticking on USC. The clock is ticking on Georgia and the clock is ticking on all the UFCS programs out there not putting money into it. Your time is coming. You better get prepared. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Until next time, peace.